Hi, I'm Colleen, your host of the Good News Podcast. And I'm Neil, the other host. The Good News Podcast is your source for good news, fun stories, auditory delight, and sonic joy. We're bringing all of this goodness to you from the Cards Against Humanity studios in Chicago. On this episode, we're bringing you an interview with Amy Cecil. She reached out to the Good News Podcast after she heard about us during a user experience talk last spring. We are really glad she did. Amy makes data visualizations out of Play-Doh, and she recently won silver in the Cantor Information is Beautiful Awards. We will put a link to that on our website. For people who are less familiar with it, would you mind giving us a rundown of your project, your hobby, what you do, and, and why you do it? My side project at the moment is called Dadoviz. It started as a daily project out of the 100-day project, something that I was just going to do once a day for 100 days as an exercise in creativity and using my data visualization skills, but to do something different with it. So that's where the day came from. And then the dough is I am using Play-Doh as my medium for visualization. And it's a project that focuses on data visualization. I make data visualizations, which is where the viz part of data viz came in. So it's been a ton of fun and it's a, just a weird side project. Yeah. And they, they're also beautiful. Thanks. I think Play-Doh makes it something fun, something that people can relate to. We all played with it as a child and it also photographs pretty well and it's colorful. So it's this bright palette of colors that people aren't using. And so it, there's like a joy in it. Two questions. Are you in the 100 days now? Did you stick to the 100 days? Sure. Uh, my 100 days was a total fail. Not a total fail because it sparked off the project, but it ended up being too much because I was just making something to get it out there for the day. And the stuff that I wanted to create was more elaborate and better photographed and had more interesting data. So once I started going into doing my own data collection to make these visualizations, it got to be too many hours that I was spending on these things to make one. So it ends up being one or two a month project at the moment, depending what sort of idea I have and how long it takes me to collect things. Gotcha. It, it wasn't so much you didn't stop loving it. You just loved it so much you wanted to give more time to it. And it, it made it less stressful, too. I didn't have this time constraint to just like, oh, it's midnight. I need to publish something, but the lighting is bad. It sort of took off some of the pressure and, and brought back some of the fun of it. Right. So now it's your hobby. Yes. It's my side project, basically. The next question I was going to ask is, why Play-Doh? Do you have like a, a history with Play-Doh, a relationship with clay? <laughs> yeah, I have a relationship with clay from being a ceramics instructor growing up. And I wanted to do something retro. I think there's like a resurgence in these retro things and people can relate to it. Um, I thought about doing Legos, but Surprisingly, Legos felt too constricting. I didn't just want to work with blocks. Uh, so Play-Doh gave me more freedom to, to do more things. Well, we love Legos here at the Good News Podcast. So we'll, we'll just acknowledge that they're not perfect for every application. That, that seems fair. <laughs> Everything I've seen, I, I really have enjoyed. And I think it's kind of, I hate to use the word 
whimsical. The project has been called quirky, which I really like. I think that's fitting. Whimsical also works, though. I've done a couple of heavier subjects, and I have tried mostly to stay on the light side lately. I like doing a range of things. I think some of the more successful ones have been more unique data that I've collected on my own. I just did one about the cook time of familiar holiday proteins, like four different ways to cook a turkey versus a a standing prime rib or a goose. And so how long and like the heat temperature and I made like little tiny turkeys, which was so much fun. I've also dealt with a lot of personal data. Uh, Growing up, my mom always said that it rained on my birthday all the time. And I wanted to see if that was true. And so I looked at weather data for every year of my birthday and the city that I was in because I felt like the rain was very personal to me. It was actually not true. It didn't rain. It rained on the day that I was born, but then it didn't start raining on my birthday until like about eight years ago. And for most of those, I was in Washington, (laughs) D.C. So she was not, not quite right on that one, but it was an interesting way to dive into that data. Did you like um send it to her and say here's here's proof mom? No, but we we talked about it um over Thanksgiving and she was she was kind of okay with it. Kind um, of okay. Yeah, she'll she'll never fully recover, but she'll yeah. deal with it. But it was interesting to make it sort of as a bar chart and then visualize as a raindrop the days that it rained. And then I did that all on plexiglass, and then I took it outside, and I photographed it outside. And that was a whole new interesting thing of, like, bringing data into the world in which it lives. I I feel like I saw one that was your spending over a month. So some of it is introspective. Is that fair? I think analyzing things about yourself and your habits you understand them better and then you can take that and move on. Whether that motivates behavior change or you just end up doing the same thing but more consciously. And I've really enjoyed actually visualizing a lot of my spending data with Play-Doh. It's felt like a way to visualize something without giving precise numbers. Like, it's Play-Doh. You get relative amounts and the feeling of what I'm spending without me actually telling you this is the amount that I spend, or this is the amount of money that I make. And I think it's also something that people are so reluctant to share. They hold that information close to the chest. But knowing what other people are spending helps you relate to your own spending and financial habits. So I think it's really healthy for people to put that out there and see it and learn from other people's habits as well as their own. Thanks for listening. Do you have good news? Awesome. Or maybe you want to tell us a joke or idea? That's amazing. Email us at goodnews at cardsagainsthumanity.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 773-217-0156. You can also tweet us at the Good News Pod. And if you love the Good News Podcast, review us on iTunes. We'd appreciate it. Most of our music is by Poddington Bear. Same place, same time, tomorrow. Tomorrow.